The listeners of the Bulldog and Friends podcast know that we support Saving Innocence, an anti-human trafficking agency focused on recovering child victims of sex trafficking. The book, Men, Fight for Me, written by BAF regular and Leland 81 alum, Alan Smith, who runs Saving Innocence, is available for purchase. It's a book for everyone, but with a special emphasis and challenge to the male audience. Pick up this book today at www.fightforme.net. Hi, my name is Todd Buller, and I've lived a blessed life. And I'm so excited to share my friends with you. And that's why we created Bulldog and Friends. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. I cannot believe it's Thursday again. The weeks just go, and then it's Thursday, and it's time for bath. And we've got a great guest, a great guest today. If you would ask me 32 years ago when I lived in San Jose, what would you ask and tell about this guest that you're having on today? I would say he's probably the funniest person I know. Gifted, funny, loves the Giants as I do, and a great friend. Let's go forward 30 years. Let me tell you some of the incredible things. Again, he's still funny as anybody I know. Give me some adjectives for him. Inspirational, risk taker, purpose-driven liver, leader, servant, and friend. He's done a lot in those 30 years that I've been away from San Jose. He is uh, <laughs> one fabulous guy. Nick Palermo, how are you today? I'm doing great, Todd. I'm so glad to be with you, my friend. Yeah, go Giants, too. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Nick is the biggest Giants fan I know, and he's second to none. All right, we're going to go into these questions, Nick. I sent them to you. Let's have some fun with them. Favorite actor or actress? I've got to go with Jimmy Stewart. Love. It takes so long for me to, to get the soap in the shower, but by, uh, it leaves the dish by the time I can say what I need. <laughs> oh, great. What movies that are favorite of yours with uh him oh uh it's a wonderful life just totally love that and then rear window mm. love rear window love him in all the hitchcock movies yeah the row vertigo all those yeah i love that mr smith goes to washington that was him too right oh yeah mr smith yeah. goes to washington yes good one good one early jimmy stewart uh, jimmy that's a great one. And nobody said Jimmy Stewart in the 41 thing. So that's great. Nick Palermo, always the original. Always <laughs> the original. Not okay. Be, not to be confused with Jim Stewart, utility infielder of the Cubs in 1963. Not to be confused with him. Or Jim Stewart, Leland High School forward, 1981 82. Wow. Yeah. I played basketball with him. I was a good player, too. Amazing. Question number two favorite sports team you played on? Oh, that I played on. Yeah. Uh, my junior year, Leland Chargers, my high school, my basketball team coached by Dick Davey. And we were the Cinderella team of Santa Clara Valley uh, School of 900 kids. No divisional play at that point. You just played anybody and everybody. And we went to the CCS finals and lost. But we, it was just an amazing season. I mean, it was just unbelievable to be a part of. That is great. I love Dick Davey. I'm, I, I, I kind of rooted myself in the Dick D Davey tr coaching tree because 
a guy who helped me out a lot, Steve Seandell, who was a couple years yeah. younger than you. He gave me a start and he and his mentor was Dick Davies. So I kind of stuck myself in there somewhere there in, the, in the Dick Davies. But I love him. I've, I've gone to him and asked him questions and he's been nothing but great whenever I've talked to him. So that's a great one. Yeah. I love that team. Yeah. Okay. Here's a good one. Give me some things. Did you work with high schoolers a lot? And then when you were in high school, what are some high school likes and dislikes? What are some things that you love about high school and you don't like about high school? Uh, about high school kids? Do yeah, you- kids or the whole, yeah. Well, love the sense of going for it. I want to get the most out of life and want to find it and get at it. I, I totally love it. I love the openness that's there, not completely jaded by the years gone by yet. And so there's kind of this, this openness to go for things um, and to listen and to hear and to explore. Love all that. What I don't like, probably some of the, the, the flakiness up and down that goes with the teen years. You, you set up a, a time, you're meeting with a kid every week and six in the morning and they don't show up five <laughs> of the nine times and they're left there. That part, not so, not so good. Yeah. <laughs> but most of it's really good. Just That's loving. great. That's and I love answer. just that feeling excitement being around high school kids you know just life is exciting let's let's go for this together it's a great it's a great experience that's awesome and i know you spent tons of times with high school kids so that that's a great answer all right here's a good one television show that you watch now that you would never have watched in high school oh wow oh shoot hang on that's okay uh that's a great question. Maybe, maybe Blue Bloods. Oh, okay. What do you like about Blue Bloods? It's a it's a unique show. It's a whole family that are, that are district attorney, policemen, detectives, Catholic family. What I love about it is the uniqueness about it is every single episode there's like a five minute deal where the whole family is sitting around the table for Sunday dinner and just has conversation. And it's, it's just powerful. Just listening to these, this family deal with each other. So yeah. I love that. I love that. That, that would be the one scene that I take out of every show too, when they're sitting around that table. And of course, when you t- say Thomas Magnum, that's all you have to say to me oh, yeah. right there. Hey, yeah. that, that mustache, it's done. I love that guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I will watch old reruns. I will even watch the new Magnum, even though it's nothing like the old, just yeah. because it was Thomas Magnum. Yeah. That's great. And of course, there's the Jesse Stone movies that he did, of course. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. All right. Here's a good one. This is right in your wheelhouse. Funniest story from your childhood. Give us a funny story from your childhood. Okay. Okay. One of my best friends in my childhood was Guy Leo. And we, we, we went from kindergarten all the way up to graduating high school. We were, on the, we were on the basketball team together. By the time uh, we graduated, Guy was six foot 10. I was born five foot four and never got any taller. And so we were, you know, kind of like Mutt and Jeff hanging around. So probably about, I want to say third grade, something like that. We had the fire department come to a little presentation. And we got these little fireman badges each of us got. And so we pinned them on. And so Guy, somehow being Guy, got three of them. And he had two right here and one like right in the middle of his chest and we're going to have lunch and it's, it's those long bench seats and I'm sitting by Rick Anzalone on my right guy on my left and I'm between them and when you 
try to get up out of those bench seats, you're like sardines. You can't even really move. And all of a sudden during lunch, I start to get really sick. And, and I'm looking, I'm really sick. I think I'm going to throw up. I look to my right and I go, I don't want to throw up on Rick. I mean, I'm kind of afraid of Rick. I wasn't afraid of Guy. Guy turns to me and he's going, look at my badges. Look at my badges. And I just threw up all over him. All over his shirt, face, everything. And so fast forward about a half hour later, I'm over to the office, you know, and he's he's sitting on the um, on the ground against the wall. So I'm just completely drying in my vomit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Barfing on your buddy. That's great. That so I is... had a funeral a few a couple of years back and I hadn't seen him for a long while. And we sat down together. It's the first thing he said to me. Do you remember when you threw up on me? Go, yeah, I do. It was one of my, was one of my, one of my great experiences in life. <laughs> I'll tell you a, fu a funny Nick story. So we used to go on this houseboat camping trip. My wife and I crack up about this. And Nick would bring this game called Razorbacks. And you, it was this, yeah, Pigmania, right? Pigmania and Razorbacks is what he would yell out. But we would play this game. And, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you right now, I, laugh so hard you 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 pee your pants because it was just so funny and just the, the antics of it. And just Nick has a million voices. And so again, I, I still we, Kathy and I still chuckle about that game, Pigmania. <laughs> oh yeah, love that game. I actually got kicked out of a hotel lobby one year for playing it. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Whenever there was some something good that happened, it was Razorbacks or That's something. right. Now, leading Jowler. <laughs> leading Jowl. All right. All right. Here's a good one. This is a little more serious. What would you tell your 16-year-old self from what you've learned in your 60 plus years of living? Wow. About 20 or 30 things, but I would affirm my pursuit of Jesus. I would affirm that. And I've done that in my life. But I think I would have said, especially in my 20s, take a deep look into yourself where God needs to heal your life. Because without that, you end up in relationships that can be really, really hurtful. And um, that's what I would have said back then. Let God heal those places that really need healing. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and just my, my life, I guess, I guess it's just affirmed that the only thing that really matters it. It really is two things. It's God and it's people. So all the other stuff is fluff. So pursue relationships with, with people, love them, pursue relationship with God. Everything else is gravy. That's great. Great words. Great words. And that's something I've also been thinking a ton about too. And it's, especially how we treat and, and around other people and be good to them besides keeping our relationship with God. That's great, Nick. All right, here's a fun question. Okay, so let me give you the impotence on this question. So my brother, Eddie, was uh, coached a bunch of my friends. So, right. and some of the guys played football for him, great. Some of the guys played baseball for him and he cut them from the team because he had a whole bunch of kids and he cut them from the team. And so, so we started this question because some of my friends are a little bit bitter about my brother. So the question <laughs> is this, Eddie Buller for or against for you mean for doing that no just for just for him like, tell us a little bit about your relation with eddie buller uh, eddie are you for or against eddie oh i'm for eddie <laughs> yeah i've kind of followed him from a distance but yeah i'm for anybody that's a bowler for crying out loud I mean, there you go yes 
Okay, another check mark in the four category for Eddie Buller. So I've had some fun friends that have, uh, we asked this question to, and we left it in there. And I said, I got to ask it to Nick Buller. Well, he actually knows Eddie from yeah, way back in the absolutely. day. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk a little bit at the, at the end here about what you've done in your in your mission, really, with, with Young Life and the Copernian Project and all the things you've done. Tell us a little bit about that, because a lot of people don't know that. That's, I know it because I've been involved in Young Life, but tell us a little bit about that mission that you've been on for 30 plus years, right? maybe 35 years now. Yeah, I did 35 years of Copernium. I'm now involved. I started a nonprofit called Emmaus in Ministries, which is still with people with disabilities, but of all ages. So my journey in this is I, I met Christ in high school at Young Life Club volunteered for 11 years. I wanted to go on the Young Life staff. That was my whole desire to do typical Young Life, which I didn't know there was anything else but typical Young Life. And 1980, um, when I was still a volunteer, was moved to another school and went there to go to lunch to meet some kids the first day and ran into 25 kids running, coming down the walk in electric wheelchairs and became my lifelong journey with kids who have intellectual and physical disabilities. I have no background whatsoever. It was not on my radar. It was the furthest way, uh, thing away from what I ever thought I would be doing. And God threw a curveball at me. And I met these kids and I went through it. my own awkwardness of not knowing what to say or do, kids with garbled speech. Or, I mean, I was really uncomfortable. And God began to change my heart. There was a phrase that about a month after knowing kids that I was reading the, the parable Luke 14 of the Great Banquet, where it says, bring in the cripple, the lame, the blind, and the poor. And I had an aha moment where I realized, holy cow, I really do know crippled, lame, blind, and poor. And felt God just kind of whisper in my ear, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that changed my life. I just went to them and they moved from being disabilities who happen to be people to being my friends who happen to have a disability. Life-changing difference. And um, one thing led to another. And we decided, let's start a club with this group of kids. And I, I started to find out about their lifestyle, which was basically being at home. They were not involved in any of the school activities. They were shunned. They were nobodies, completely devoid of a social life. And so we started a club. And I had no, even in, even in doing that, I had no idea what we were getting into. <laughs> and the thing just exploded because they were so hungry for friendship, for activities and adventure. For God, it was like you found someone in a desert who needed water and gave them water. But then the big surprise in that over the years was it was reciprocal. It was not only us going to them, helping them. They have gifts and abilities that are beyond amazing, beyond most people I know, that changed me and changed all the people I brought in to be a part of things. So about six months into this happening, this little leadership team I had, my ex-Young Life campaigner kids, all 18-year-olds, we prayed for Capernaum to go around the world in our lifetime. And that was in 1986. And there's a lot, there's a lot to the story in this, but long story short, God answered the prayer and Capernaum miraculously has gone into 400 ministries in the U.S. and 40 countries. And we've seen wow. God work this incredible miracle. And the reason I believe that that has happened wasn't just our little prayer. Um, the prayer that God gave us was the heart of God. God loves nobodies. God loves those who are shunned. And God has 
something in them to give to all of us that we bypass because we don't think they can give us anything. And God wanted it to happen. And so it happened. And it is happening. So that's been um, one of the most incredible rides in my entire life. It changed me. Yeah. And again, some of the things I said in the opening are just so true. You are you're you you had a, you have lived a, a purpose driven life. You have uh, you know great purpose, and you're inspirational. I, and funny, I the Pantelises are friends of mine who do Compernium down in Valencia, where Alan lives. And I mentioned that oh, I know Nick Palermo. Just kind of, I know Nick Palermo. Oh my, Nick Pal- I mean, you've you've been such an impact on so many people's lives that maybe you don't even know with the, the job you're doing. And I know you will give all the credit to God and I'm sure all the credit deserves to God, but you've done some incredible things and that God has used you in a mighty, mighty way. So I just, when I, when I thought about doing uh, 52 people on this podcast and, and most of it's fun and jokes, and I thought Nick Palermo is definitely a guy I have to get on because you really are the antithesis of Bulldog and friends. I mean, you are a guy that has just done so much and I just, am, I feel honored to call you my friend. Todd, right back at you, man. I'm very excited just to be with you and talking. And I'm very excited to be number 41. I have to look up that number, see who wore it in a baseball jersey. There you go. And again, Nick is one of the greatest of all baseball fans. Not though he loves the Giants. He knows more facts about baseball. And we are really excited. Tomorrow is the first day of the Dodger Giants series. This will probably air a couple weeks later. But okay, a couple. Let me let me give you three. Thank you. Facts that are aimed exactly at Dodger fans, okay? <laughs> Number one, if you ask the question, who is the winningest team in the history of baseball? San Francisco Giants, New York Giants. Thank you very much. They are the winningest team in history. Who has, of all the Major League Baseball teams, the most players in the Hall of Fame? New York slash San Francisco Giants. Thank you very much. <laughs> Giants have eight World Series championships. The Dodgers seven you are behind so all my dodger friends just let it sink in (laughs) i love it nick thank you for being on bath with us this has been great you bet todd all right hey remember the reason we do bath not only to catch up with my great friends but is to uh shed a light on saving unbelievable atrocities that are happening to kids and uh, most of them african-american and hispanic kids in the inner cities around sporting events all these things are happening as far as sex slavery many of you know of the book men fight for me that alan smith and his group of ladies wrote really powerful go to savinginnocence.com see if you want what you can do give money, give your prayers, give your support. It's something that they want to eradicate in our lifetime. They want to do it now. They are putting incredible energy together towards it. And if you can give, please give. Remember, it's Thursday. And on Thursday, we have Bath, Bulldog and Friends. Thank you. All right.